Hi, I'm Joel McMahon, pastor at Sin Philip United Methodist Church, and uh, I'd like to welcome you to our weekly podcast. As we begin today, let's bow our heads for a moment of prayer. Let's pray. Lord, we do thank you for this day. We thank you for the gift of life and the faculties that you give us to enjoy life. We thank you, Lord, that we can uh, come together here uh, in this way and uh, study your word and learn from you. And we pray, O oh Lord, that as we gather now uh, electronically, that you will be with each one of us exactly where we are and uh, that you will just speak to our hearts your words of truth. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, for the past few weeks, we've been talking about hearing God's voice, and sometimes we may think we're hearing God's voice, but we're just not sure. Now, you may be praying about something important and want to be sure that you're hearing the Lord correctly, or whether you're really hearing from him at all. And it could be about a job uh, situation. It could be uh, a path for your career, a decision you have to make about which way you're going to go at a certain time, uh, a financial decision that's major. Uh, it could be connected with a relationship. It could be a friendship that you're not sure is really good for you. And you just need to know from the Lord how you should handle this. And uh, it could be a decision as to whether uh, this is really the person that you should marry. It uh, could be uh, whether you should stay in a relationship or get out of the relationship. Now, these matters and a whole lot of others uh you may, in these matters, you may know what you want to do, but you're just not sure that the voice that you're hearing when you're praying about these things is the Lord, or if maybe it's just what you want to hear, and maybe you're, maybe you're afraid that you're imposing uh, words on the Lord in your own head. Now, first of all, I want you to know if you're facing this sort of thing, there's a scriptural principle that you can always follow, and that is to get confirmation. God doesn't mind giving confirmation. Uh, in Mark, the 16th chapter, the 20th verse, uh, we read, And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. And then in Matthew 18, 16, we read, but if he will not hear, take with you one or two more, that by the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. Now, that word established uh, means to be made firm. In fact, it can also be translated to confirm, that uh, uh, by the mouth of Two or three witnesses, every word may be confirmed. It could be translated that way. Same with 2 Corinthians 13, 1. This will be the third time I am coming to you, Paul says to the Corinthians. By the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word shall be established or confirmed. Now, God loves to confirm his message. He loves to confirm 
his word. Uh, sometimes the Lord will confirm with a sign, something that speaks to your heart, an occurrence, or maybe something else that just lets you know you're on the right track. Whenever I was first uh, called into the ministry, I didn't know how to become a preacher. And so I went across the street from where I worked to call our pastor on a payphone in a mall. And amazingly, at a church of 10,000 people, they put me right through to Dr. Charles Allen, who was my pastor at that time. And uh, he assured me that uh, uh, he wanted to help me and uh, said he was going to help me get the ball rolling. And he had an associate that he was going to get with me to uh, help get me on the right track. And so after we talked for a while, it was a payphone, and I hung up the phone. And as I turned around, I heard a clicking noise, and I looked back, and my dime had come back. It's like some of the first calls on me, but it was a confirmation that in trying to find out how to become a preacher, I was on the right track. Now, last Sunday, I mentioned some friends of ours who had a child who was needing surgery and someone called and told them that the Lord had told them to get their little girl out of the hospital and not to allow that operation. Now, my friends, this was their child, and they had been praying about this, and they weren't getting any indication that they should yank their child out of the hospital, and they were confused. And so they went to their pastor, and they asked uh, him, oh, should they just honor this word from the Lord? And if you'll recall, their pastor asked them, well, what's the Lord telling you? You know, he can speak to you just as well as he can speak to those strangers. And they had heard something that they were told was from the Lord. But as I said, this is their little girl's life. And so they sought confirmation as to what they should do uh, in different ways. And they were led to have the surgery. And that young lady is fine today. Sometimes in situations like this, we just need to know. We want to do what the Lord wants us to do, but sometimes which is not coming through clearly. And so right off the bat today, I think that you should know that the Lord doesn't mind you seeking confirmation that what you're hearing is really from him. One of the best examples of all this is found in the sixth chapter of Judges, where we see Gideon, uh, who's been confronted by the Lord, and uh, he has been told what he needs to do, that he needs to lead God's army into battle. Uh, and so uh, against the Midianites. And so he is uh, really concerned about this. And he begins asking God for confirmation that this is really him. I mean, the Lord is standing right in front of him. And he says, give me a sign. Now, what happens after that? is uh, he prepares an offering and the Lord waits for him to prepare this offering. And they didn't have drive-throughs back then. Uh, they didn't have shopping malls. 
he had to go and catch a goat and kill the goat and dress it and prepare it and uh, uh, had to get everything together, had to bake the bread. And the Lord just waited while he did all this. And Gideon brought his offering and he set it down. And the Lord just reached out his staff and touched it and it went up in flames. Now I'd take that as confirmation that this was the Lord and that this was what he was supposed to do was lead the Lord's army. Well, two more times after that, uh, he saw oh, the same thing. He sought confirmation. And this is where we get the whole story about Gideon's fleece. Uh, if you'll recall, he said, okay, if this is really you and this is really what I'm supposed to do in the morning, I'm going to leave this fleece out here and I want this fleece to be wet and all the ground around it dry. And the Lord said, okay. The next morning he came out the fleece was wet. The ground was dry. That should be it. But then the Lord shows up. He says, Lord, you know, let's, 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 I just want to make really, really, really sure that this is you. It sounds like a little bit of passive resistance, doesn't it? And maybe it was, but what we do know is the Lord said, okay, what you wanted, what, 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 what do you want to happen? He said, okay, this time, Let's do it the other way. Let's let the fleece be totally dry and the ground all around be wet. And so the Lord said, okay. He went off and sure enough, the next morning, the fleece was dry as could be and the ground all around was wet. And so here we see that the Lord is just is patient with us. How, and we see just how patient he can be with us when we need confirmation. And sometimes if it's something very different and out of character for us, we may need this confirmation. And so today I want to share with you three questions that, that help to confirm whether or not you're hearing the Lord's voice or maybe some other voice. And if the three witnesses of these questions agree, you can be sure that you're hearing from the Lord. The first one is, does it line up with the Bible? Of, of course, uh, uh, you, you know that God's not going to get you to do something that is contrary to his word. God's voice will never disagree with his word. God's principles and his character always lined up with the entire uh, Bible. Now then, the next thing, uh, does godly counsel agree? Now, whenever I say godly counsel, what I'm talking about is uh, getting counsel, getting advice, seeking the wisdom from someone who, first of all, knows the Lord, secondly, knows God's word, and thirdly, knows you. Now, we may want to just go ask friends that we think might agree with us, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about godly counsel. There's a great and a sad negative example of this in the Old Testament. Rehoboam, was a young man who became the king of Israel after his father Solomon died. And the first thing that he did 
was to consult with his father's advisors as to how he should rule because the people in the kingdom were starting to grumble and they were asking for tax relief and uh, Solomon had just started putting some heavy, heavy workloads on them and, and taxing them heavily. And they were asking him, just lighten this stuff up a bit. And the advisors told him that if he would listen to the people and take heart to heart what they said, uh, that the people would support him and they would follow him and he was going to have a good reign. But Rehoboam didn't like that advice. That's not what he wanted to hear. And so he got together a bunch of his young buddies and he asked them what he should do. And they told him that he should be heavy handed with these kids, with these people. And that uh, uh, they told him that he should tell the people, my little finger is going to be thicker than my father's waist. You think he was hard on you? It's getting ready to get a lot harder. And when the people heard that, they got angry. There was a rebellion and the kingdom of Israel was split. And it's because of uh, that split that uh, the kingdom of Israel became the kingdom of Judah and the kingdom of Israel. Rehoboam chose to listen to counsel he wanted to hear people that he knew were going to give him the right, the answers that he wanted to hear, whether the answer was right or wrong. And uh, in Proverbs, it says, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he who heeds counsel is wise. And then in Proverbs 19, 20, 21, it says, listen to counsel and receive instruction that you may be wise in your latter days. There are many plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the Lord's counsel, uh, that will stand. So it's good for us to get counsel. Again, Proverbs 24, 6. For by wise counsel, here we have wise counsel, you will wage your own war, and in a multitude of counselors, there is safety. Now, godly counsel from mature believers will guarantee the wisdom of the Bible. The last thing is, do I have peace? You see, God has put a guide right in our heart. And uh, whenever he sends the Holy Spirit into our hearts, one of the things that comes along with it is that peace that passes all understanding. And his peace is given to you to keep you on the right track. Uh, Paul tells the Colossians in Colossians 3.15, and let or allow the peace of God to rule your hearts uh, to which also you are called in one body and be thankful. Now that word rule is a sporting rule, I mean, a sporting word, and it comes from the, a word that means like an umpire's decision. So you go to God, and uh, the, his peace is going to umpire your heart. He's going to say, you're on the right track. You're safe going this way, or you need to get out of there. Again, Philippians 4, 7, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, 
will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. His peace is powerful. In fact, that word guard is the word that uh, garrison comes from. A garrison of God's angels are going to help you to keep your hearts and your minds through Christ. Now, God's peace and calmness, they will rule your heart. You know, he, he never leads through fear or confusion. If it's his word and you choose to follow it, he's going to give you peace. So there's three things. Let me just recap what we talked about today. Here's what I hope you're going to take away from this message. First of all, as you spend time with God on a regular basis and he speaks to you, you're going to learn to hear his voice correctly. Now, the second thing is it's okay to ask him to confirm his word. The next thing, his word is going to line up with the whole Bible. And then the last thing is godly counsel is going to agree with God's word and you will have peace. Now, that's it. And uh, I hope that you'll gain something from this and uh, that you'll continue to spend time in God's word and in prayer and take time to listen to what God has to say to you. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, I hope that uh, uh, you uh, have gotten something out of this. We're not meeting this week in San Philip because of a uh, a, a COVID uh, thing that's going on right now. Hopefully we will be back open next week. And if you're in our area, we'd love to have you visit with us. And if not, may, hopefully we'll see you back here on the podcast next week. Until then, goodbye and God bless.